BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Got him. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta get out of the group message and text Brianna. LOL. (laughs) Whoopsie. That's hilarious. And it was a good one too, like <laughs> a lot. Yeah, it was it was a lot of it was it was it was coming up out of the bowl. Like coming up out of the water. <laughs> was it totally closed? Yeah, I closed yeah. it down because I did it right before I took a shower. <laughs> oh no. So he was sitting there steaming all day and they just got off work. <laughs> Lived it up. Oh, man. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> just snake looking at you. <laughs> so you had corn. Yeah, so you had corn. <laughs> so I shit in the, in the shared bathroom at my house. This morning <laughs> in Tennessee, my sister in law was at work and uh, they just got home. And apparently, I forgot to flush. So they had a big old stinky pile of shit <laughs> waiting on them in the toilet when they got home. That was the little tidbit you came into when we were you know, coming back. Welcome you. <laughs> little, talk. little potty talk. A little off the deep end. <laughs> By the deep end, we're talking about going to drop the kids off at the pool. Yeah. This is a rather large boy. Yeah, I'm gonna give it ten lance arms. Oh wow! It's circled up like a snake. <laughs>
and came up out of the bowl. I had had that one in the intestine for a while. Oh, uh. Should have took a picture of it. It's going to be the after hour show here. Yeah. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Getting real shitty around here. <laughs> nah, what we were talking about before we went on the break. Uh, That's what I was just trying to remember. The epidemic before heroin was fucking crack. Crack? Yeah. And then before that, weed, AIDS. Oh, the first Then before thing. that, cocaine. And then before that, weed. The war on drugs, does it work? Every epi- there's some epidemic about every 10 years. That's a way to look at it. There's some something to put us in fear. Something to have us afraid of every 10 years. Whether it be drugs and the war on drugs is lost, weed and some psychedelics. Because mushrooms, you know, they're in the legal gray area. But say psilocybin is like in a gray area. Yeah, it's in a legal gray area. Nobody's going to take the time to test the mushroom yeah. to see if it has psilocybin or not. Yeah. Because they would have to test every single mushroom to, you had. Those are fun, too. I'll, I. Once you go so far with the other, kind of just feel kinda dirty un- with... Kind of undesirable. Kind of feel dirty with you mushrooms. Know, the, thing I, the thing I like about it is... Uh, it's more the, natural, more organic. The length of time. Eight hours versus 12 to 16. Yeah. It's a little sexier. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, every time it's like, you get about to the 10th hour, you're like... God damn it. When is this going to be over? You're just getting to the top of the mountain. You're still yeah. going to come back down. Yeah, you're just right there at the top. I I watched somebody like coax somebody into taking some that never done it. I would never do that. Well, they want. There's one thing like I don't think psychedelics is anything that you should be peer pressured into. I think it should be of your own volition. They wanted to try it, but they were afraid. Uh, afraid. Oh, so they were coached. Yeah. Uh, I would only, uh, and I've been. I only do it with people that I trust. Yeah, and I only get it from people that I trust. See, I've 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 had to go sketchy. I only go through trusted people though. Like if my friend trusts you, that's yeah. cool. I mean, even that is like you said, it's a bit sketch though, because that relationship ain't there, you know. Yeah. Which I don't know. The past few times I've done it through somebody I knew. But I don't think it's anything hard. Like you probably had this happen to you. Like, man, I remember Spice. So I had a real bad like every experience and like every experience I've had on Spice. Like I was sowed weed, like, and it was like half weed, half Spice, or shit like that, right? And dude, there was like, a lot of shystiness going on back in the day. On and weed, even man. even then, like I've had a bag to where like it was laced with something, you know. Yeah. And I was like, "Why you do this, people?" 
this is not an experience I'm looking for. <laughs> we we changed the game when it got legalized in a few places. Like people stopped being so shysty about it. It's, it's it it left the black market and went to the gray market. We did okay. Now people like you're not people ain't point eight and you so bad anymore unless you're going through a middleman. That's very true with the uh, I think with all the dispensaries and things. It's like. I don't have to deal with you. Yeah, I mean, and that's why you know people aren't shorting you. Like, see, Ice Cube dropped his line of weed. Nah, I didn't see that. It's probably good though. I've seen a lot of good reviews. I've heard the Urkel is really good. Like Urkel's weed line. It's like Urkel from yeah, Fa- Family Fan Matters? Matters. Yeah, he's got a line. Mm-hmm. You know if it. And it's not Purple Urkel. Oh, my God. That's not it. That would be a dope name. That already exists, though. Yeah, it's already a thing. Uh, that was another thing. I was always... Uh, I admired the creativity of naming these things. Like, I'm, Do you remember like back before like Kush was prevalent in the area? Everybody would say it's kind, bud. Yep. There's so many <laughs> like, different like, strains. What now, the man. hell does that even mean? Like, when someone said kind, bud, I'd be like... <laughs> So it doesn't have any seeds. Yeah. <laughs> this kind of bud here, man, I remember that. You can tell if you're talking to somebody that smoked weed for a long time if they still call it kind of bud. <laughs> oh, yeah, old head? Yeah. This is that KB. Yeah. And, like, everybody had their own slang. Yeah, it's that KB, man. And even now, like, it's prevalent. I don't know if it's because of CBD and, like, all the Delta strains, but, like, have you noticed, like, I've heard you use the terminology. They call it flower now. If it's natural. Or cannabis. Yeah. Like, the, that whole culture's strange. Weed culture's getting more dignified, man. It's becoming the wine. Speaking of, like, like vinyls and things like that, have you noticed that, like, a lot of people are, like, really into cigars and cigar shops as of late? Like, yep. that really came back? I smoked a cigar at Munson's thing the other last time. He when gave 1833 me. was there or whatever. 1883. Wasn't that the whole thing? It's like it was a cigar, like what cigar went with what beer or something yeah. something like that? Yeah. I thought it was very clever. Because it, ain't, it ain't nothing to spend 10 bucks on a cigar. Hell, I've spent 50 on a good one. He had some that was up there. I think the highest one he had was like 39 I mean, I got they're in, better than the dessert, dude. I, I, got I, I like ten dollar jobs. I'll smoke a shit cigar, but uh, a good I'm one's not, nice. But like, yeah, a good one is like a a brownie with ice cream. Yeah, because you don't really inhale it. I mean, you can. <laughs> I don't recommend that. Yeah, you. But can. like, if it, I know, like a lot of people who are like, including myself, like smoke like cigarettes or like black and miles in the past, and like you hit up a cigar, it's just like second nature. You do it a couple times though, you get choked up. It's a totally different animal. Yeah, real cigar is not made to inhale. It's made to hold the smoke in your mouth uh-huh. and taste it. And That's blow right. it out. Almost like a, a pipe. Yeah. <coughs> Just like a pipe. <laughs> Man. But yeah, I think the world is going to come to a, a new understanding if... <coughs> If the psychedelics thing goes the way I think it's going to go. Like, I mean, they're already talking about, um, you know, just legislation. <laughs> like, I couldn't believe it was 
you know, it was even proposed or, you know, it was even talked about that they were writing, trying to write a bill for it. Well, Oregon, Oregon changed the game of what they did, just being like, all right, everything's legal. Yeah. And, you know. They, I think I think that's a fine line, though. They have less like, of a drug problem, though. I don't now. know about that because, like, I know people that are out that way and, like, you know, a lot of them move from there. It's like the dude was literally just doing meth right in front of my child on the street. You do have that. You have that in Memphis, though. People doing heroin and shit right there on the street. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I don't, and I don't, uh, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't anticipate like a drug addict, like, to have like etiquette or like, you know. Oh, there's kids over here. Let me go over here. Right. Or I'm going to do this in a private place. Like Most? Now, granted, you hear about, like, with the Starbucks closing down, you know why? Mm-hmm. So, during COVID, they shut the bathrooms down, and, like, there was this great big hee-haw, and then they shut the whole building down. Well, that wasn't very profitable, so they opened back up and opened the bathrooms up. And there were people that were going in there and just absolutely abusing the bathroom or doing drugs in the bathroom and then disrespecting the staff members. And so, like, it became such an issue. Instead of closing the bathrooms back down or maybe just doing drive-thru only or just keeping people out of this physical store, they just shut it down completely. 16 across the country, predominantly on the West Coast. Matter of fact, six in uh, Seattle. Two in Portland. Where's that? Starbucks. Yeah. You think about, like, dude, like, uh, I mean, you travel enough, like, the gyms of this world are your gas station workers. Mm-hmm. Are are the people who work fast food or the people who are in the service, in, in, service industry. Like, I got a big heart for those people. Yeah, they're my folks. I was one for a long time. Yeah. So, I got a lot of respect for those people. And I don't like I don't like seeing them or hearing them getting disrespected. No, and God, I, no. And, I, and I damn sure would not do it personally, because it's not like it's a great job. You know, it's a means to an end. Like yeah. I, I believe that it's not a career. Like they're trying to improve themselves. It's a stepping stone. But yeah, there's money to be made there. It's you you got. I mean, Bucky's money. pays pretty good. I heard Love's pays pretty decent. Yeah. I mean, everywhere in Memphis is paying you, you know, twelve to fifteen now. Well, I mean, but that ain't, <coughs> rent just went up. Yeah, mine's fourteen hundred. For a tiny house, smaller than this one. And you know, how are you supposed to uh, ever become a homeowner with when you're paying rates like that? Yeah, how can you afford to save I, uh, money to buy a house? If you're paying fourteen hundred dollars a month, you know, and it's all it's slumlord, and like even like the good renters out there is like, if you make your rent so cheap, you're gonna have trash tenants. You're gonna have trash tenants. But I live in a trash house for fourteen hundred. Yeah. So. If you got a good landlord, you got a decent place. If you. Have a shitty landlord, it's going to be shitty no matter what you're paying. Yeah. Because, like, they talk... I got a lot of friends that rent property and do that kind of thing. And I get it. I mean, it's their income, too. But you got five houses. Mm-hmm. 
one struggling a little bit for a month or two is not going to break the bank. I've got, yeah, I agree with that. But, I mean, you also have to think about, like, uh, maintenance, lawn care, stuff like that. That yeah. That's a, that's an extra expense. See, on, I'm an on, old school tenant. On the, I do my own lawn care. Okay. See, I, and I think that should be in the agreement. Like, you know, I'll give you a discount on the rent if you if you're willing to cut the grass, or if you know if you're willing to change your own air filters and light bulbs and. Twer- yeah, there should be an understanding. That, hey, I'll do this minor stuff. Yeah, but then you know, granted, like hit me up if the AC goes off or like a tree you know, falls down, which I'm gonna have happen. Uh, or you know, like <coughs> I'd be as pleasant with like you know the dishwasher or even the refrigerator. Like I wouldn't mind handling the appliances. It could be understood. Yeah. Like, I, I believe, like, things like that are, it's, uh, I think it's a human right. I think having air conditioning, like, that, that is, especially, like, right now, that is the greatest invention, right? Yeah, like, I remember my I love AC. My grandfather, man, he lived in a house. He lived there from the 80s until, it was an old house when he lived there, and it was built in, like, the 30s or 40s. So it didn't have air conditioning. Oh, yeah. And he lived in that house until, like, 2005 without air conditioning. He so, had one window unit. My great aunt used to date this guy in, uh, you ever heard of Fortville, Alabama? Yeah. It's down there, like, a, south of Aliceville. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's, like, around, like, D-Mop and stuff. But uh, he had this old property. I don't know if it was like a family thing or like what, but he had this old plantation home. You know, it's a two-story home, antebellum, big, right? Yeah. No AC. Yep. No air units. Nothing. You know how it cooled? It had a it had a uh, ceiling attic fan. An attic fan. Yeah. And then like it was really well designed to where like if you would open up the doorways and the windows, like air would naturally move through. Yeah, that's what my grandfather's house was. It had natural flow. Yeah. So I mean. It still sucks. It's still hot, but it's, yeah, not, it's not as bad, it's right? It's not. It's not. If it's eighty-six degrees outside, it'll be eighty inside. And I imagine it's way worse in the winter. Like I would, yeah. I'd rather be a little hot than cold. Yeah, I would rather be hot than cold. Cause I mean, yeah, you know, people say you can put on enough clothes to get warm, not if you're asleep. <laughs> if you're asleep and it's cold. You're just asleep cold. I can like, I can sleep if it's hot. It's tough. Yeah. But uh, it's hard for me to sleep if I'm like cold. Like I like a cold room under covers. Yeah, I like to be warm in a cold room. Yeah. But yeah. But if it's cold in a cold room, yes. Yeah, no, nah, that's different. Mm-mm. Yeah. That's a whole other ball game. And you know, think about the struggles. You know, we're having with the electric grid right now. <sighs> What do you think is going to happen in the wintertime? It's going to get even worse because as hot as the summer is, it gets that cold in the winter. Just that cold in the winter. <laughs> Climate change is real. Yeah. It's got four seasons. Yeah. That's for sure. They're all they're all getting worse. There's <laughs> yeah. not one getting any better than the other. Yeah, like, dude, I, I really did enjoy the three days of spring. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Hey. <laughs> that was, was my favorite season. It's my favorite, <laughs> yeah. A brisk night air for those three days. <laughs> yeah. And, and oh, the, the uh, two days of fall is pretty sick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, 
I like that long stretch of shit cold we had. <laughs> and then, like, I like how it fakes you out. Yeah. Like, you'll have, a, like, a warm week in, like, late January, and then yeah. Yeah. cold snap, and then February just sucks. It's like, fucking freezing every day until <laughs> April. But, yeah, it's four seasons. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's only in places like... Two and a half. That's only in places like... Uh, West Virginia, know, like, but yeah, West Virginia's got four seasons. Kentucky has four seasons. Uh, Kentucky's about the farthest south that has four seasons. Everywhere else is just hot and cold. Like you got the the, the fucking desert after you pass. Like Oklahoma is just hot and cold. I don't, uh, you know, and when the sun goes down, yeah, it's cold. Man, it goes. Man, I remember out in the Mojave. It would be like 98 degrees with the sun out, yeah. dry. You know, that's dry heat. And then when the sun went down, it'd be like 46. Oh, hell yeah. We got out of the desert one morning in Oregon, and I stepped out of the van, and it almost made me piss myself how cold it was. <laughs> when I stepped out and had shorts on, and that cold air went up my leg. Oh, my God. Yeah, I almost pissed myself, dude. It was bad. <laughs> That's, that's so strange how, you know, climate change, climate change <laughs> is affecting our nation in more ways than one. Uh, climate change is real. Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't think, uh, I don't think it's as bad, skewed as they claim it to be. I don't think anything is. Yeah. And what about, but what about your physicist guy? We didn't ever talk about him that you had on. Well, did you listen to it? I didn't listen to it. I want to listen to it. Yeah. Okay. Check it out. Yeah, I need to He gave the to scoop it. on CERN. Really? Yeah. It, it's just a big power conductor, basically. They're just smashing atoms together. Yeah. They made four new particles. That was uh that was something interesting that uh I heard might be the technology that comes out. Is uh like developing new energy because of that uh because like i think they found um just the amount of energy that they can get from smashing those particles together way be you know atoms are neutrons electrons right uh the only the amount of energy was insane it was like four times that of nuclear and but the issue that they had was it they needed it to come out neutral and it always would come out like positive or negative. Like they they didn't need it to have a charge and it would always come out with a charge. Okay. So that's the big issue that they were working on now is like and I'm probably screwing this up explaining it. I'm just trying to as simple as I can. Yeah. But I wonder, and I'm sure they've already thought about it because they're way smarter than I am and they work in that field, but uh, why not think of it as a battery? And if you know that you smash these together and capture them, you have a positive. And then next time you get a negative and then create poles, and that could be the new battery. Yeah, kind of like Tesla coils in a way, I guess. But the thing about it, it wouldn't need to charge. It would, 
I think it would work better than the alternator with a battery. I, I think it would be, it, it creates so much energy that it would be like a capacitor and a battery in one. Okay. Like not only does it... So it would regulate its own voltage and create voltage that's and, regulated. And hold it. And hold, okay. Yeah, because it would be, it could self-serve itself. That would be great. That's what, that's, that's my hopes. Like I said, I've been listening to some physicists, like, talking about it, and I'm not, I don't think I fully understand it. I don't, I am 100%, I am well aware I don't understand it. I think it's So I can, I can only go so far. I think it's, you know, an end-of-the-world device, a world-ender. I think it's got too much power. I think every new invention, like, has the, um, something that powerful. I mean, like we talked about, like with social media, any tool that we create for humanity that has the potential for good, it has the same potential for evil. Yeah. No matter what it is. Struggle on an electric grid. Yeah. They had to dump a lot of power out there. Do you see, like, California was like, you know, they would incentivize people to get uh, solar panels on their homes. Yeah. And now that the, you know, 20, 30 years is up and it's time to replace them, so they're going out to the landfill, and like all the, the heavy metals that it took to make it, they don't, they're not able to properly dispose of them. It's seeping down in the ground, and it's in the groundwater now. Great. So like, I'm for green energy, but like, you didn't think it all the way through, did you? Fracking's way worse than anything. No, it's actually the best. It's it's better. Yeah. Really. Yeah, that's like when it comes to oil, fracking is the best. Like if you actually sit down and look at it, it is not near as bad on the environment or as far as carbon output as other other means. That's proven. Like people, I'm telling you, like those that damn climate change shit is like a fucking religion. Yeah. And so anything that comes out that doesn't agree with what it says, boy, they get fucking pissed. Yeah, they get pissed and hide it. Yeah. I mean, but like, I mean, I don't know. It's like a cult or a religion, just like anything else, you know. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm like, I think like this whole uh, shit, this this whole thing going on with like our generation growing up right now and like being groomed in schools. I was, I think they're sexualizing, or they're making sexuality a religion like it's happened in New Mexico to where they had this chick who was an HR expert as if like HR wasn't a big enough hellscape yeah you're an expert of it yeah she went to school for two years (laughs) right Uh, so she was on the news they had a three minute segment I watched it it was painful to watch Mm. on pronouns at work oh god fuck Jesus Christ. And like the whole the dude was like interviewing the he was, he was interviewing her dude. So what are you <laughs> is it appropriate to ask someone their pronouns? No. Then how <laughs> now am I supposed to know? They'll tell you. <laughs> when? <laughs> when they're comfortable. The fuck? <laughs> what? I don't I don't I don't get it. So I was like, dude, I was like, how do you how do you play this game? Like, and especially, like, what if you changed it? Like, that's that's her. 
oh, actually, I'm him now. Yeah, you just you just miss you mislabeled me. Yeah, mislabeled. And so she said the good cop out is like, can't never go wrong with a first name. I was like, why are we making this shit so damn difficult? Yeah. Like if I did it, like it wasn't because I was personally attacking you. I was just you're a chick. So yeah, I, I was being observant. Yeah. Or like shit. Like sometimes this happened. If a dude is like kind of heavy on the feminine side, right? Yeah. I might, you know. Yes, ma'am. Or yeah. And like, especially if you're talking to them through like a microphone. Yeah. Or on the phone. Yeah. Yes, oh, 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 I hate going through the drive-thru and that happens. You get to the window and he's like pissed. And I he's was like, like, man. You sound a little feminine. I'm sorry. Or you got the, the butchy woman that's like, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, dude, I didn't do it on purpose. It's like, I didn't wake up this morning and be like, I'm about to fuck his shit yeah, up. Yeah, fuck that dude, Hardy's. <laughs> fuck him. Yeah. yeah, he's the one putting the mayonnaise on the bum, but damn. Yeah. Screw that guy. No, yeah. I didn't do that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that motherfucker today. <laughs> you know what? V for Vendetta on the Hardy's drive-thru. That, that could be, like, <laughs> let's just all be that. That could be the new pronoun for everybody. That. <laughs> It'll work itself there. Yeah. I mean, like, they've. There's a whole website dedicated. It's five pages of all the, all the different pronouns. I mean, get familiar, you fucking bigot. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to, I guess. <laughs> I mean, that's like people. Uh, have you seen, like, some schools now? I don't have TikTok, but I get. I watch TikToks people, through other things. People, yeah, I do too. And people, I saw one where uh, <laughs> I hate to be laughing, I'm trying to be serious. She's she, she identified as a cat <laughs> and talked about like you know that her and her roommates like all identified as cats, and like they would communicate to one another by meowing, and she's like. This was the hardest one for me to learn. It's the most important one for me. <laughs> My meow for when I need to be wiped. You are that committed that you ain't fucking using toilet paper and wiping your ass? <laughs> that is a brand. I was like, are they bending around and looking? Do, do you have a litter box? Are they scratching their asshole across the floor? <laughs> Got some worms down there? Hemorrhoids for days. <laughs> Are you... This is my biggest thing. This is the short hair. You know, like, kid, kids do this silly shit. So, like, they do, uh, you know, they got... Uh, they have litter boxes for these kids in elementary school who are identifying as a cat. So, like, if that was my child, and I know... You're not I'm a parent. Whoop the shit! Out of <laughs> it's like kid, you're, you're not a parent, so you can't say no. It it would be the equivalent of like catching your kid smoking a cigarette. You go buy them a carton and make them smoke the whole thing, right? Oh, you're a fucking cat. I'm gonna give you a fucking cat food in a bowl, and you can eat it off the floor with your mouth. <laughs> That's the. But they won't be cats anymore. Yeah, I was about to say you identify as a human real quick because I'm about to have your favorite food. Yeah. I'm about to have chicken nuggets. I'm gonna have a twenty piece. Yeah. From McDonald's. I'm not. Yeah. I. I, I no just, Burger King nuggets. You know. And like, let's let's take all this bullshit. Like to uh, all these pronouns and all. That. If you take that 
like did did anybody run this means to an end like when you when you get to the end of it like where do you go like that we have fucking gender study majors like you can study gender dude i didn't have to study that shit i didn't either you can just look yeah <laughs> look and see i mean Which even though what? i'm there sided i might get a little crossed up far <laughs> off but i mean as long as it's not a fucking fire hydrant it's all right <laughs> <laughs> that's my stick yeah look at that asshole you think that fire hydrant yeah <laughs> yeah you got you got your eye out with the fire hydrants <laughs> hell yeah mm. oh, that's good yeah <laughs> Man, that shit happens to me though. Come the shit coming out of the corner of my eye, and I'd be like, "What the fuck was that?" Today, downtown Columbus, we were standing in front of the tattoo shop, and a person drove by. And I gotta I say, him. I'm very impressed with Octavius's work. He is dude leaps and bounds from where he started. Leaps and bounds. I remember when he was first getting started. That's Alex number one right there. Come back. <laughs> it's not a bad looking tattoo. It's a good looking tattoo. It was good then. He just, you know, I was a lot bigger then. It kind of like comeback. I kind of hate that he doesn't like being called Octavius. I call him that shit all the time. I call him sometimes it's Alex, sometimes it's the other way. I, uh, I'm a big fan of that guy. If if I'm talking to somebody that I don't think knows him, I call him Octavius. Yeah. But if I'm talking to somebody that I know knows him, yeah, I heard I you. Him yeah, Alex. I heard you say Alex, and I was like, yeah. I mean, that's kind of how it is for me too, yeah. right? Yeah, that's. Yeah, he's he's a uh, he is stepping. He's he's fine, kind of starting to find his niche. I think now. I've, some of those things that he's drawn lately, I was like, dude, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah, he's starting to find his style. I think. If I ever decide to get another one. Um, I think I'd go to him. I trust him. He do it. He he. Yeah, I let him do one on me. Hell yeah. That's a big thing. That's a big culture. You're more into it than I am, but yeah, I would. Yeah, you know that one on my back. I got that. It looks yeah. like a pile of shit. Yeah. Like um, sober, I didn't want it. I got a few. See, most people want most most tattoo shops want to tattoo you now if you're drunk or yeah. drinking. Like if they know you, that's a little different. Like I've gotten a tattoo when I've had like a shot in the beer. Yeah. But that's good. I was know. shit hammered. Yeah, yeah, no, they wouldn't do it. Not anymore. I remember people would say I'd have to be drunk to get a tattoo. Yeah, no. You wouldn't get it. You wouldn't get it no more. Not well, a, you, not uh, a shot uh, shot. Take that back. Somebody that don't give a fuck about you. Yeah. Or their art. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck it. You want that goddamn brown and symbol? Let's go. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think if I, that's kind of like me, like, sharing music is, like, I wouldn't give, like, generic tattoos. I was like, I'm not doing that shit. Yeah. Oh, you want a nautical star? Yeah. I mean, dude, my brother's got it. Uh, like My brother's got one. Most of my friends have it. So, like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not dishing out hate, but, like, there are a lot of people with that star. I don't have one of those. I don't. I was lucky. I never got one. I tried. Yeah, most to. of your shit's fairly unique. Yeah, I tried to get a, a a nautical star. Did you? And Biz, my good buddy, said no. Tat taught me out of it. <laughs> and I was glad. The tattoo glad artist that now. The, the tattoo artist talked you out of a bad tattoo. Yeah. Now that's that's saying something. 
Well, you know, me and him as friends, yeah. like we were, you know, we uh, he's like, that's you don't fucking want that, dude. That's he's a, like, I've got two. He's like, you don't fucking. That's want That's a one. bad idea. That's what he said. He's like, you don't fucking want that, dude. It's a bad idea. Yeah. I'm like, why? I want one. I want it to be black and red. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's my buddy's. His is black and blue and red's big too. Yeah, blue and red, blue or, and black. Blue and black. My brother's blue and black. Yeah. I think my brother's is blue and black and like Sid's is red and black. So. Oh, and my brother's got two. He got a purple one up here. Black and purple. I ain't never I don't know if I've ever seen the black and purple. It's a little uh, little change in the game yeah, there. Changed it. Customized. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next level. Yeah, next level customization. But yeah, the tattoo culture is big, man. I was a lot bigger in a few years ago than I am now, you know, pre-COVID. Yeah. COVID killed a lot of shit. Oh, I was like, that's, you know, that's another thing. Like, Alex really came to shine, like, during during and coming out of COVID. Yeah. Like, the past And that was like being a cosmetologist, like. You know, I think about, like, Amber. Like, yeah. you know, you had to shut your shop down for a period. Of course, you're, like, probably doing shit on the side. But, yeah, uh, you know, even tattoo shops. You had to shut any 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 business or industry like that was, like, completely it's shut like, down. Sorry, motherfucker. Yeah. It's like, dude, I'm Hope you to... had a backup plan, bitch. Which, if you're in business like that, probably not. No. I mean, if Cause you're... Because it's, like, it's not like there's a, just a substantial amount of money in it. No. There can be, you know. I mean, it's... Like, you know, like if if you're, you know, like I think about like, what, was it Coons that had the fairly famous tattoo artist around here for a yeah, while? Yeah, well, Robbie, he's a he's a pretty famous guy in the tattoo world. He used to be in, the, yeah. you know, the early 2000s. He, uh, you know, he's got a, he had a world record in the Guinness Book. That was his big claim to fame. For what? Do you remember? Doing the fastest tattoo. He had the fastest tattoo and the most tattoos in one day. Huh. I didn't even know that was a thing. I'm, I mean, I guess there's a record for everything. Anything, anything, everything. What do you think about those hot dog eating contests? I always thought I could do one. Do you? I don't know if I could eat a wet I, bun. I, went one in per, I, went, I saw one in person. And I always wanted to go. I heard it's like nasty, gross, it's fucking gross, fucking nasty, fucking putting them big hogs down, <laughs> just shoving them winners in their mouth. All day. <laughs> fucking water and fucking soggy ass bread. They like fucking dip. That's what wet winner. And you crush the bread down. It's like you making it like the winner, so it just slides right down your throat. Yeah, just sliding right down your throat. Yeah. God, how bloated are you after that? How bad is they that? Throw, how a bad lot is of that shit? Up. How bad is that shit gonna be? Like, Ugh. yeah, throwing up a whole hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about like seven just come flying out? It's like seven, <laughs> like this is a, he's a fucking machine gun of hot dogs. <laughs> like, and then you get the a little judge, backed up. It's like three or four breads. Yeah, the judge come by and say, "You got to eat those for like." Oh my god! This <laughs> <laughs> fucking they're nasty. Yeah, man. I want to go. Yeah. It'll like watching them on TV and being there in person. I want to go to the big one. Like, who's the big guy who just like oh. just kicks the shit? I mean, he just choked a guy out at his last one. Oh shit! I don't What's know. his name? Fuck, I don't know. There's a fucking legend. That's a cob guy, or that's a cob question. Yeah. There, you know. God, what's Joey? It's like Joey Chestnut. I think. Let me. I think that's it, dude. I think it's Joey. That does sound familiar. I think it's Joey Chestnut, man. 
Because I remember they used to come on the hot dog eating contest. Used to come on ESPN. That's another thing. Do you remember like watching the movie Dodgeball and they had like the uh, squirrel on the jet ski, ESPN the Ocho, and it was like these wild random sports. Yeah, we're literally there. Hell yeah! Like right when I started seeing like bowling on TV, and I was like, "Who Just the off. fuck wants to sit down and watch bowling?" Fucking stoner sport. It is one, dude. It is Joey Chestnut. I was right. Hell it's yeah. Joey Chestnut. Uh. Shit, I forgot what I was going to say. I'll be right back. All right. All out of work, what else can I prove? Nothing Sold another record. No shit. Yeah. New York. Hell yeah. What it do? <laughs> this is a pretty wild, pretty we, wild series, what man. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Eating hot dogs. Oh yeah, the hot dog eating contest. 
I could probably throw down like maybe ten. I don't know if I could. I think like seven would be good for me. <laughs> like I don't like. I know you're not eating them. Like I know you're just fucking snorkeling them things. <laughs> 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 You're just mashing. You're not even tasting them. Mashing them down enough to get it down your throat. Yeah, like when you get done, you're lined with hot dogs. Yeah. God, just imagine. How miserable do you got to feel when it's over? When I ate the steak, dude, my shirt, they gave me a... You did the steak challenge? In Amarillo. Nice. You won? Fuck no. (laughs) I ate 52 ounces, though. God almighty. That's a steak. Is a, how big How big is that? 100 ounces? 72. Good lord. It's the whole fucking sirloin, basically. That's like six times what you normally would get. Yeah. Uh, there's a 100 rest, bucks. Uh, there's a restaurant in, uh, in Belk. It's not like a challenge, but they got what they call the burger for two. Yeah. It'd be like something you take your wife out to and if y'all ordered a burger. And like, yeah, it's a burger for two, but it's like a big burger. Yeah. Yeah. There, uh, there's a place in Memphis. It's a breakfast joint that if you eat, it's like some special. It's like the pancake special. Oh yeah, I know what you're you talking about. You have to eat like one more pancake than the record, and you beat the record. There was this Thai shop in uh, Bayou La Battery. Yeah, I used to love eating there. They had what they called the Wall of Flame, to where if you got your shit, you know how like Thai food's got the spice count of how yeah, hot it is. Yeah, fucking hot as shit. And if you hit like a certain level, you know. You would be, you would go on the wall of flame and then like whoever has outdone the other one like you would go in there sometimes and they had like the OG the dude who had the hottest and he his his picture and name would be like on the door as you walk out like this dude just wrecks your ass yeah. pussy <laughs> just think about like pep them pepper contests man how their assholes feel the next day oh my lord God I, I gotta tell you I love hot food it's I I used to. You had to give up the Heartburn game. kills me now. Old. I'm old, man. I got arthritis and heartburn. Yeah. Come a lot quicker than you thought. Huh? Dude, 36. <laughs> 36 was the year I started hurting everywhere. That's wild, dude. Like, I'll be 32 this year. I remember thinking, like, uh, it would just take forever when I was, like, 12. Be like, yeah. I'll never be 18, you know? I remember thinking that I that my mom was old yeah. when she was my age. Yeah, sixty don't look that bad now, does Hell it? Hell no, sixty <laughs> looks good. I want to see it. I want to still be walking. Yeah. Hell wow. yeah, because I ain't, I ain't this this these thirty six years went by too fast. Slow down a little bit. Huh? Yeah, stop. I want to put it. At, I wish we could do that with LSD. I don't know. That's what I was about to say. Is like it does feel like time kind of slows down. It it depends on like the the event or the how you yeah do it. how you how you've done it if you're just chilling like it makes time like in the beginning time slows down yeah and then for a little while time speeds up and then time slows down yeah it and like when you start coming down it seems like it takes forever right in the beginning it's like god it's only fucking five thirty, and then it kicks and then you look back at the clock and it's like nine thirty, and then you're like god damn it it's only nine thirty. <laughs> When is it gonna end? <laughs> yeah, you're only five hours in, bitch. Hold on. Yeah, you got you're, eleven more to go. You're halfway through. You ain't even up the hill yet. You're still in the fun part. <laughs> you gotta get in the dark woods later. <laughs> you gotta get in the dark woods. <laughs> you just wait. Still high tides and green grass right now, yeah. buddy. 
I always thought about it like you remember did you ever uh, the Hobbit the knockoff Lord of the Rings well it's actually the opening to Lord of the Rings sort of ish so there's a there's a scene and I always related it I watched it on acid like there's this old 80's cartoon like I used to love watching that movie on shrooms okay but uh, there's this part it happens three quarters through the story to where they're in this like haunted wood this it's the forest and it's haunted and it's like it's very abrasive it's very uh, oppressive like it Mm. sucks the air out of the place and not to mention it's like infested with like gigantic ass spiders right ah shit no I'm out and so like there is this scene to where they they get lost they lose their way and that's another thing like the forest is always talking to you and it's always trying to mislead you but like the saying is as long as you stay on the trail you'll come out the other side but like the whole time the forest is talking to you trying to get you off the trail trail. and so they get lost and so they send uh, Bilbo to climb up the tree and then like the moment where he breaks the tree line and he gets above the trees it's like this this big breath of like fresh air and like he can finally see and it's like that's uh you know when you're coming down like what is it call it a lot of different things it's like they call it like i've heard some people call it the haze Mm. some people call it the glaze the afterglow yeah the afterglow and like tracers yeah tracers yeah so like the that feeling that hits right when you're coming down right before the tracer kicks in it's like that breath of fresh air and then you have to go back down in it yeah it's like and you're like oh yeah yeah no that's pretty much that's real close yeah because it's almost like you come back to life when you come out of it all the way yeah that's it's like uh you hit second wind and by this time it's like five in the morning and like like, i'm not going to bed and then the, here comes the afterglow. Yeah, and you're just like, all right, here's it, the day. It'll put you under. <laughs> yeah, and then you'll eat some food, and Feel you'll like go to sleep. Shit, yeah. And sleep like a mother. And sleep all day. And be happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to mark off two days on the calendar for this. Yeah, I mean, if you really want to have the full experience and not have to worry about <laughs> yeah. getting sober, real I've never quick. woke up and been like eat breakfast and just drop. I feel like that might be an ideal day, but, like, it'd be hard to get away with something like that. I've day tripped now, and I like night tripping much more. Do you? Yep. I've, uh, I guess the closest I've ever done it was, like, at 3 o'clock, and it, like, right when it was go peak, it got dark. Yeah. And so it was, like, almost, like, two trips. Two yeah. Diff- very different. Two very different trips. Yeah, That's like the way the, this one was. Daytime was a lot of fun, happy-go-lucky, and then nighttime is, like, kind of P and Q. Yeah. Kind of paranoid. Yeah. Or it's like the guy last time I did it, I was with some people that almost got into a fight and that was fucking does, weird. Does a change of environment or a change of people does that does it take you it ta- I have to adjust. No, I always go the same way. I always sit if, there. If I'm if I like if we have to get in the car like say I hypothetical, I dropped it at the party yeah. and then the party died and it's three AM and we're all leaving. And it's it's a car load. Let's say it's four of us, and like we get to where we're going, and uh, 
I have to readjust to that environment and then like readjust to just a smaller crew. Yeah, you have to get back in the. You, you, I feel like because it's get, like everything is not zen. Like you have to totally reset yourself. You have to reset back into that. Yeah, no, that is a real thing that happens. Because like you'll feel and like, a lot of these ideas are kind of hard to describe. Yeah, they are. You got you got to have done it enough to know how to do it to be able to talk about it. I'm a master. Master. Sorry, Mom. Yeah. Didn't mean to. It just kind of happened. It finds you when you need to. That's what they say. But yeah, man. I mean, it's it's different for everybody. I've never heard anybody have an entirely bad time. And I've never heard of many I people have an entirely think, good time. Yeah, I don't think it's... yeah. I've but like I've never had like a bad trip to where like I would rate the overall experience negative. Like it had its, you know, it had that dark forest. Yeah, it had. You had to get through that. Yeah, Yeah. but I always feel like when you come out the other side, you're better for it. If you keep a pendulum, it's better. I think the most fun I ever had, like I don't, didn't we do it in like your old apartment where you had all the clocks run down the wall? I think. Yeah, we did that then. Yeah, we did. No, it wasn't. I think that was psilocybin. Yeah, it was mushrooms then. Yeah, but that was that was a lot of fun just because of the environment. Yeah, it was just it's like a big trippy ass room. That was a fun one. I would say that would probably, but like that's different. Yeah, it's but, a different thing. But that whole thing was happy go lucky. Yeah, and it was a micro dose. Yeah, it was a little bit, just a little bit, take the edge off. Which my micro doses are. Like people's doses sometimes, I think. Yeah. Because I'd be like, yeah, I ate a cap and a leg, and they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, that was my micro dose. You prefer, like, you have a preference on whether the stem or the head? Depends on if it comes out of sh- cow shit or out of an aquarium. If it comes out of cow shit, I only want the cap. <laughs> 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 if it comes out of an aquarium, I'll eat that whole thing. Yeah. That's pretty good philosophy. Yeah, if it comes out of cow shit, you can put a little thought in that one. Yeah. yeah. If it comes directly from the shit, I don't want the stem. Mm. They say that's where you get the good, though. That's where it's soaking it up. They say that's where it's getting it. <laughs> oh, gosh. This episode keeps going to shit. Yeah, so I think, yeah. That's, uh... <laughs> it's the theme. I'll say this, like, probably the last thought I'll, I don't know, maybe not, but, uh, music's better. See, all, it depends. And, and all, like, in my, like, all music, like, I can, I can better understand it. I was, last like, time we was listening to trap music for, like, three hours, and it became to be too much. When we were listening to, like, fucking thugging-ass hip-hop. Yeah, that might not be a good genre. No, it's not. I'm talking like uh, art rock and stuff like that. That would be cool. Like good rock music. Yeah. Indies. Like Pink Floyd. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not even like a big Pink Floyd fan. I go more Deadhead or Grateful Dead when uh, yeah. people go Pink Floyd. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I like As the British lady. rock. I'm a huge fan of British rock, but I never was a I never was a big Pink Floyd guy. I would say, you know, very influential band. Like it really, it was like a Nirvana thing for our generation. Like yeah. I believe that 
Pink Floyd had that. That was the band from that era that like changed the way that people thought about music. Yeah. Like the whole approach. Yeah, and the way it was done. Like it was done. Changed too. Uh, you know, uh, and I think its influence was not only for like rock and roll. I think it it bled into all genres. You know. And you got to think that most of their like big time major hits were written by a high school kid. Ain't that wild? Fucking wrote them in like junior high, uh, like junior high. He was a junior in high school when he wrote most of the songs. I kind of feel like that. I still, I still prefer like my older songs to my new ones. Really? From when I wrote when I was like eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, you know? had that fucking fire back then. Yeah, it was, it was, like I would, say, I guess, teenage angst. It yeah. goes a long way, and I, I, I don't know. It's kind of. It's like a lot of how those mainstream bands like My Chemical Romance keep going is because they kept their angst. That, that's kind of a hell of a point. I never, I never really thought about that. I think, uh, and their fans like that are our age kept their angst. That's yeah, because um, they. You ever been to like a emo punk party to where like everyone dresses like they used to dress like oh, that? Oh yeah, and that's that was just like the party theme. Uh huh. I've been to a few parties like that. I always have a good time. I'm a, I'm a fan of that time. That was you know that was my glory days, high school. There was some girls. There there were some girls who could like really pull off that man. Mas- yes. that mascara. Mm-hmm. And that wild hair yeah it's like that's you yeah. really that's really yeah. good dig that yeah. keep doing that <laughs> yeah if that what you're doing right now just keep doing that for me okay those jeans are nice yeah dig. I like that top yeah that's those those, those gray jeans and those Doc Martens look real good together oh my coworker hates Doc Martens and I was like dude it's kind of sexy I mean, to me. Yeah, kind of. You know, like a, there's like, something to be oh, said for them. Like a little bell bottom of a Doc Martin. Yeah, there's something to be said about that. <laughs> there's something to it. Yeah. Can't quite put my finger on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta go back to Memphis tomorrow, dude. Trim my bushes. I've got a... I've got a oh, lot you're of, going in the Shelby County Fair. On top of that, I'm going to stop by Sesums uh, for a minute. Either. I stop by Philadelphia and throw a couple of dice. <laughs> I've never been. I've thought about it. Uh, I've won the most money in Philadelphia. I'd like to play, I've, I've always wanted to play roulette. And I think, just like. Don't I, try and pick a number. Nah, just go I, red or black. I was about to say, I would just go black, you know? Yeah. I mean, that pays like two to one most of the time. I mean. And I would like to say, you know, like, I, I don't know. Does everybody say this? I would, does everybody do this or is like it's just hard to do I would go in with the mentality is like I have $200 I'm willing to lose I don't want to like I'm only taking $200 with me yeah that's what you got and do. like what happens I think is let's say I went up to a thousand why stop there if the iron's hot and then and then yep that's what I was about to say jump. you gotta leave as soon as you win something you gotta leave even if you, if it's more, if you win more than what you brought, you need to stop right then and leave. Yeah, that's got to be tough. That's the way you got to. Like, you know, I live, I live fucking thirty minutes from Tunica. Oh, now, and they got an Indian reserve up there. 
Yeah, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of casinos in Tunica, man. Really? Like four or five. Huh. So I'm, I never really thought they're, of, like, they're I, I've never really, like I remember when we went on a cruise and they had like a casino down there and I walked down there to get a drink and like I, I just wasn't really interested. Now I, I'm kind of like like I said I'd, I'd like to go once and just I don't know if see. You got to you got to have a set budget you go in there with and if you win more than you came in with you leave right then. I mean, I like playing the Powerball every now and then, you know. Yeah, I mean, I get scratchers all the time. Yeah, I'll do a scratcher. I don't ever win. I I've won like maybe forty dollars at one time off of a scratcher. I think the most I ever won was like twenty, and then like you'll see it in the newspaper to where this one dude like hit fifty k on a scratch off. And, and I, I, was, I like, was just at that fucking store. Yeah, and they'll even name the gas station. I was like, that's where I get mine. That son of a bitch. Yeah, got the one I wanted. That's actually the tickets I buy. Yeah, I buy that one. Bastard probably came in right after me. Yeah. Or I like how the scratchers, man. Scratchers will get me sometimes because I'll have one that's real close to winning. Oh, that's the thing. Is like, and then I'm like, you're I'm winning go number. And get you're, another you're, one. You're winning number is eleven, and you'll get a bunch of tens and twelves. Yeah, I'm gonna go in there and get one more. I bet I'll win something. Yeah. And then you don't. I got a buddy. He plays a scratcher like every day, and like it's a whole. It's a whole thing to him. Like, if his number's nine, if he sees tens and eights, he won't even finish it. He's like, bust. I'll be like, shit, let me see it. Yeah, let me see that thing. And it is. Yeah, <laughs> he said, shit. He said, if you got if your number's nine, you got a bunch of eights and tens, he says, you might as well hang it up. It ain't hidden. Yeah. They just playing with you. Yeah. He said, you, if your number's like seven and you got ones and twos, he said, you might hit. Might, yeah. I like to go, I like to get odd number cards scratchers i like to get the odd numbers a little philosophy i want the number 13 huh? yeah i always go with the 13 i always pick one 13 no matter how much that scratcher costs i'm gonna get at least one hmm i don't guess i have any superstition when it comes to it i just you know like if i got two dollars off first one i see that's two dollars let me play that one you need to get you need to get pairs you need to go in double numbers Pairs. Mm-hmm. Pairs is the way to go. Even numbers. Huh. I haven't thought about all that. There's, man, there's people that fucking hit so, on them scratchers. I think my buddy does pretty good. But now they play, too. That's what I was about to say. It's like, I bet you did have some good days if you play it every day. You probably had some bad days, too. Probably had a lot more bad than good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you might have hit for a thousand. But how many hundreds did you go through to get there? Yeah, probably at best broke. Probably eight hundred. I don't know. <laughs> probably went through eight hundred to get that one thousand dollar ticket. If it's maybe even nine hundred, because you man, <clears throat> the odds of winning big on a scratcher mm. is. But it happens. It does happen. <laughs> There's always that hope. Yeah, you're like, man. And I, dude, I, I always feel like this is the one when it's in my yeah, hand. I'm like, this one's it. This <laughs> one's it. I know it. Hit your next. This okay. This this one is the one. You let me get 131, like number 131. I'm like, and I got it off 13. I'm like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. This is it. <laughs> Playing it. About to sit to the moon. Yeah. Free ticket. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Give me, let me get the one. 
Let me get, let me get the free ticket, man. Because if this one's a free ticket, this next one's got to be money. <laughs> nope. Nope. The next seven's going to be fucking losers. Ah, oh, man. And then the next one's going to be a 10 How much have you noticed, like, on your budget, like, you saved since you quit smoking cigarettes? Is it pretty substantial? Yeah, it is. It's probably around $100 a week, no shit, at least. Which is high as everything is. It's probably, like, not as noticeable. Not right now, no, not with the way groceries are. Yeah. Like, I've had to quit eating out, and, you know, I'm a fan. I've always been an out-eater. Yeah. I've been buying uh, groceries, man. Yeah, I started stocking my desk. I do, like, a lot of, like, the tunas and things. Yeah. I take my lunch to work now. I used to get pizza at the buff. Bring in my own shit. Shit, I, I was infamous for those gas. I'd go in there and get a chicken tender box. Oh, when I worked Screamobile, I lived off Krispy Crunchy. Yeah. Not bad. That honey mustard second to none. I'm telling you, like, some of these damn chicken places in those gas stations. And, like, don't sleep on the catfish. Man, if they got that nice golden brown catfish and it looks fresh, you better get you superior two fillets. Yeah. I went in one. There's one in Starville. They do ribs, man. Not rib tips, like actual rib ribs? Actual, yeah. The, you can go in there and get you a half a rack. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> and what's, what's stupid is it's good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like it ain't no... It's not like no tough ass, like, yeah. goddamn, what is it? Oh, they got them? that damn rib master in the back. Yeah. Got somebody, like, putting some love in them. That granted, like, if you go in there and get you that, it's going to be a little pricey. You're going to... Oh, like, that's 20 bucks. I'm like, well, I'm not, like, goddamn. not eating tomorrow. <laughs> I remember the first time I bought a quesadilla at a gas station up there in Memphis. That seems kind of risque. No, sir. <coughs> it was twelve ninety five. Like a big motherfucker. But this motherfucker was amazing. Oh man. But it and uh, corn or what are them things called? The little sweet little churros. I got a churro and oh, yeah. a quesadilla and a Coke Zero was fifteen eighty five, and I'm like, uh, uh, at a fucking gas station. Yeah, you're dropping some money. But it was fucking good. That's though, it's, man. it's crazy when the gas station food is more expensive than going like Taco Bell. You know? Yeah. You go in there. I went in the other day and got a pizza stick. It was like two fifty. I'm like, the fuck? It was a good-ass pizza stick, fried to perfection. It was good. Yeah. But I was like, I would give you a dollar and a quarter. <laughs> I like the Crispitos. Oh, yeah. Crispitos are my thing. In the microwave. I don't do the microwave Crispitos. Uh, I got to get it to deep fried. Gas stations up there getting like healthy food, like Circle K. You can get you like salads. Get you, get you some kale. Yeah, you know you can get yeah, kale in Circle K. I, I ain't got no vendetta on kale. I think that shit's gross though. I've eaten it all different kinds of ways. And I you know, never like, liked it at uh, Juva. Like it's in a lot of the the smoothies and things. Like, I can drink it. Yeah, I tried it a couple times. I was like, I don't know how people eat this shit. I'm not a damn rabbit. Yeah, that is rabbit food. Give me some iceberg. Some iceberg in that shit. Mm. Hell, I'd be cool with romaine. Yeah, I'll romaine. Give yeah. me some damn lettuce. I don't want this kale shit. Yeah, put some I in. like spinach pretty good. 
Yeah, it's a little different. I don't. I'm not a fan of broccoli. It's not real. That's uh. But supposedly, what's that other one that ain't real? There's another uh thing in that vein that ain't real. Yeah, broccoli is a weird thing. And then I know a lot of people say they like broccoli, and then like. You go over their house and they, you know, broccoli's a side and it's like broccoli with five pounds of cheese on it. Yeah. It's like, dude, it's you like, don't like broccoli, you like cheese. Yeah, you like cheese. <laughs> God, fucking asparagus is weird, but it's real at least. I don't mind it. Oh, I enjoy it. If I had my preference, so like, wrap that shit in bacon. Yeah, no. But even it. but even then, like, green beans and bacon's good, but like, green beans... Or bacon and asparagus is kind of weird because, like, asparagus has got that twang. Yeah. Like, uh, it's one of those things. I don't know how you are with food, but, like, it's a type of food that I got to get a drink of water or something yeah. after each bite. Get that shit's kind of gross. Kind of I am with black-eyed peas. Oh, yeah? got to drink something after them. Because I used to eat them raw when I was a kid. I used to do that. I'd be uh, shelling them. Don't nobody do that shit no more. Ain't nobody got pee, a pea garden. Well, I mean, think about, like, people that get pecans. I don't, people don't even, like, crack their own pecans anymore, for real. Yeah. They go get it processed. You ain't got to go to the, gotta go to the pecan cracker and the get pecan, pecans man, out there in West Point, dude. He'd do you up. Yeah. What is he, $20 a pound now or oh, some shit? Fuck if I know. That's still a thing? I'm sure it is. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> People yeah. still making pecan pies. Dude, I mean, we, we got pecan tree. I remember my grandparents used to do that. Pick them and crack them? No. Or take them? Well, they used to crack them, and then, yeah, it's like, I guess it's the philosophy on old change, like doing your own old change. It's like, yeah, I could, but the time I save by just sending it to him and pay him for the service, it's worth it. Yeah, because you got a warranty with them. If you fuck your old change up, you're just fucked. If they fuck your oil change up, they got to fix it. Yeah. That's another thing about it, which I don't think. I mean, it's kind of hard to fuck up an oil change, but. I had a dude blow my motor up doing it one time, dude. He put a, it was a Ford Ranger, and he put like a S10 filter on it. I was going down the road, didn't know it. I mean, how would you know it? Yeah, if you went His, down uh, there. Yeah, you don't know. And uh, I'm driving down the road. And the oil filter falls off, and all the all the oil. By the time I get to where I'm going, it's got no oil. And then you know, the next day, I wake up, crank up the truck, and the motor blows up. And I'm like, huh. "Guess that fella did." And I hop, man. I just I just have a wild hair, and I was like, "Let me check the oil." Didn't have any. I was like, "That's weird." Look at that. And I hop up underneath the truck, and I was like, "There ain't no filter." And I called the guy, and I was like, uh, "Hey, buddy." Hey, man. Uh. I need you to come tow my truck to your shop, and uh, you need to be looking for me a motor. Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't have a motor anymore. <laughs> yeah, motor blew up, buddy, after that oil change. Looks like. And then he tried to deny it, and I was like, dude, it don't have a filter. You took it off. Why would I do that? Yeah, why would I take my oil filter off <laughs> and drive it down the road? Yeah, yeah. I, was like, I woke up this morning and was like, fuck this truck. Fuck this piece of shit. Yeah. Man, that's like, I had to take, like, I got my tires at Walmart, right? Because yeah. that's basically. I, the, I use Tire Rack, man. It's the fastest place in Collierville to get tires is Walmart. That's, that's shit. Damn, I ordered my damn tires on Tire Rack. 
on like a Saturday, and they were at my house Monday. I'm ordering wheels off tire rack for my car. Wheels now off tire rack. Tire rack stepping up their game. Shout out. Yeah, no shit. shit. But I went to uh, I went the to shit cast. Yeah, I went to <laughs> I went to Walmart and got my tire fixed from running over something in the FedEx parking lot. Oh, they got lot. a warranty on it. Yeah, I had I bought the fix a tire road hazard warranty shit. Hell yeah. Because I'm like, if I ain't fixing a fucking tire, and I'm not paying anybody to fix it, so I bought that and I like took my wheel there and it's like bent. Oh, they fucked your rim up, too. Well, no. I fucked my winter rim up, and the guy was like, I can fix it. I'm like, all right, if you can fix it, fix it. And I'm like, but that tire got a leak in it somewhere, and it did. So they fixed my tire. Yeah. Fixes my rim. They fucking break my tire sensor. Oh, hell yeah. And I go out there, and I crank it up, and I'm like, going out there. I, I, I get my tire gauge out of the car because the tire light's still on and I check all the tire pressures with it and I'm like uh pretty sure you guys broke my tire gauge or my tire sensor and they're like no we didn't I'm like oh yeah you did he's like uh uh-uh. uh I'm like dude I work at Toyota I've, I've broken tire sensors I know what they do hmm. you broke my tire sensor He's like, all right, man, I'll bust the wheel down and show you. He's like, we'll go around with the thing and check it and show you that they're fine. I'm like, I know the thing you're talking about. Well, they went around and checked all my tire sensor. He went and showed it to the lady and then went back with the plug-in machine. I think they blocked the tire sensor. They broke. Because you can do that in the computer. You can deactivate it. Mm. That way it wouldn't be flashing. So I'm pretty sure they broke my tire sensor. And when I get the tire broke down again, I'm going to ask them if there's a tire sensor in there. And if there's not, I'm probably going to sue Walmart. How you going to... I heard, like, this is the thing about, like, any problems that you have, like, at a Walmart when it comes to maintenance on car, is that uh, it's not owned by Walmart. Like, that's... The mechanic shop is, like, independently owned by, like, some dude in that place. So it's not, like you're going to get Walmart. You might win that case, but I heard it's it's hard. Really? I heard it was hard. Because it's like... And, I mean, the, the tire sensor is only like $85. Yeah, but, I mean, it's still, it's the principle of It's it. the principle of them lying to me about it is yeah. what I'm pissed off about. Yeah. And, like, he, he offered me a job after that, after I told right. him, I'm like, no, I worked at Toyota for a long time, I know. And he's like, you want a job? I'm like, Not for you. Maybe. <laughs> y'all gonna pay me. I didn't know I wasn't affiliated with Walmart shit. Uh, that pisses me off. Uh, just, I mean, just look, I mean, I might not have all these eggs in the basket. Just look into it, but that's, that's a hearsay. I have heard that similar yeah. myself, though, so. It's almost like, a, you know... You gotta have a damn good lawyer that can word it. It's kind of like subcon. They kind of like they do their bakery, like yeah. it's Walmart's bakery. Yeah, but it's not Walmart employees making the cakes. I think. Uh, I think being like the butcher at a grocery store is probably a dope gig. Pays good. Yeah. 
Like, it's one of the highest-paying jobs in the grocery store other than the manager. It's back there cutting meat. All day. Making ground beef. Yeah. You think it, like... I wonder if it takes, like, a particular kind of mind. Like, uh... You know what I'm saying? Like, my mind goes to, like, a Texas Chainsaw type. Kind like, serial killer type? Yeah. Type kind of guy I want just using this big old bush knife, cutting this... <laughs> yeah, got a damn cleaver. And then becoming an expert and be like, oh, yeah, I could have you in a suitcase in no time. The butcher I know personally does seem like he'd be a guy to chop you up and put you in a suitcase. <laughs> he works at Sunflower. There's a there's a underlying stereotype to when it comes to the butcher. Yeah. <laughs> Dexter did it. Hey, that, see? There's mm-hmm. something to it. Yeah. Dude, anything else to do? Not. Nah, we can roll it on out, man. All right. Well, this has been another episode of Porch Talk off the deep end. <laughs> we went there. <laughs> uh, rate and review the show if you haven't already. It helps. Thank you. All right. We're out of here. Later. Gotta be 
something out there more than this Cause I'm feeling sick and I can feel that prick I can watch the sunset every night Will we ever know? Is it all just black? Will we ever share it with the former generations of our pack? A forgotten stitch A religious itch Where do we all go? Does the mind continue working with the soul Once the body's in the ditch? It's hard to be leaving something It's hard to be leaving something It's hard to be leaving something When you're feeling like 